Let's thank the Lord this morning that we can continue our devotional in the book of Job. And we are now in Job chapter 27. And let me read to you the first six verses for our devotional this morning. Although we will treat the whole chapter today. And Job again took up his discourse and said, As God lives, who has taken away my right, and the Almighty who has made my soul bitter, as long as my breath is in me, and the Spirit of God is in my nostrils. My lips will not speak falsehood, and my tongue will not utter deceit. Far be it from me to say that you are right. Till I die, I will not put away my integrity from me. I hold fast my righteousness and will not let it go. My heart does not reproach me for any of my days. Now, this is the claim of Job that he holds fast unto his righteousness. I hold fast my righteousness and will not let it go. Job held his ground fastly that he was innocent. He invoked his purity to swear before God's name and existence. Strangely, he ascribed the Almighty who has made his life bitter. Yet in verse 3, he claimed, as long as my breath is in me and the Spirit of God is in my nostrils. So it's just paradoxical that he maintained his integrity and yet he trusted the Lord that he claimed that as long as his breath is in himself, the Spirit of God is in his nostrils. It means that it is God who sustains him, even in this time, and he acknowledged that. This was the very reason why he won't accept that his friends were right, because he thought and he believed that he is innocent. You can see that in verse 5. On the other hand, he pronounces indictment to his enemies. Now, his enemies here are actually his friends, Eliphaz, Jophar, and Bildad, who he called them wicked to receive the same fate as well. His friends' accusations were false against Job. And he put them in the class of the ungodly. In other words, he accused them with the same accusation that he did or they did or they accused him of. What his friends had been telling him, he knew for certain. Verse 11 and 12 means that it's hard really to tell somebody about something whom he knew already. As we have the saying, it's hard to wake up somebody who's already opening his eyes or is already waking up means that when they tell or when they accuse Job that he was unrighteous and wicked and having all these discourses and speeches against him, most of these things Job knew already. Job reversed their accusations toward him unto themselves. In fact, Job explained or recounted some of the traditional belief for them to hear about the plight of the wicked. And... This include the families of the wicked are exterminated in verse 13 to 15. The wicked's wealth will be squandered in verse 16 to 17. Their houses will be destroyed, verse 18 to 19, and their lives will end with horrible death, verse 20 to 23. His friends were pressing him to feel guilty. As if they were saying to Job, aren't you sorry or are not you sorry for what you've done? That's horrible. 
to the judgment that he was already written. And what was Job's response? He said, I don't want you to lay some guilt trip on me. You hypocrite, you've done just as bad. So this is really a mudslinging thing between Job and his friends. Job has asked this essential question. What is the hope of the godless when God cuts him off, when God takes away his life? Job believed that the wicked will be judged by the Lord. There is no hope for the godless, but he always maintained that he was not that godless. He was innocent. Later, in the New Testament, Jesus somewhat has allusion to this when he said, What should it profit a man if he gained the whole world and loses his own soul? He said that in the Gospels of Matthew 16, verse 26. There is no profit for the wicked because eventually and ultimately he will suffer loss, eternal loss and futility. Remember that parable of the rich farmer, the, the, the wise farmer. He had a lot of produce because he was a good farmer. And he bragged himself, I have so much produce and I have only a small barn. So what will I do? I will tear down my barn and then build up a bigger one and then put my produce there and say, eat, drink, and relax for so many days because you have a lot of food for many days. You will be sustained for many days. But he left out God. And the Lord said to him, you fool, your soul shall be required today or tonight. It means that the wicked will have always this impending judgment from God. He is a fool before God. But Job knew all this. And his friends kept telling him that this is the plight of the wicked because he was suffering. That is their thought and belief that Job was wicked because of his sufferings. That's really a judgment and condemnation that you draw in because you saw his sufferings and you thought that his wickedness was the cause of his sufferings. So let's remember here that the wicked will always be punished and ultimately will suffer loss. And, and only when we are righteous before the Lord that we will receive the gift of eternal life to our faith in the Lord Jesus Christ alone. And that our life is secured in God. And our righteousness is not because of what we have done. It's because of what Christ has done at the cross. So this was the allusion of what Joe had asked here, what is the hope of the godless when God cuts him, cuts him off, when God takes away his life? So let's hope unto God. Remember, Job said in Job, Job chapter 13, though he was slain, I will trust in him. So there were many things that he cannot understand, yet he maintained his faith amidst the emotional upheaval and Miss the, this, the overwhelming pain he underwent. He still maintained his, his faith unto the Lord. He said, though he will slay me, yet I will trust in him. 
there is a future only to those who trust in the Lord. I hope that this is our resolve as his children. If you have not trusted the Lord Jesus Christ as yet, Jesus has offered you his, his, suffer, his sacrifices at the cross is the perfect sacrifice and payment for your sins. And if you believe in him, you will have eternal life. By virtue of what he did at the cross, he made it or he paid it full. He completed the sacrifice that was acceptable before the Lord. That's why his righteousness will be brought upon us, will be imputed into us. May God help us. Father, we thank you that even though we see here the mudslinging between Job and his three friends, yet you allow this story to be written in order for us to recognize how, how evil and how broken is this word, Lord, as soon as things that we cannot understand, that there are just people who are represented by the three friends, that we thought that they were doing what was right, but they were not a help to their friend Job in the midst of suffering. And sufferings are happening because of the fall. Yet we thank you, Lord, because there is meaning for us to endure suffering because of Christ. In his name we pray. Amen. Mm -hmm.